Welcome to Inside Iowa, heard on this and all Cumulus Des Moines stations. Special guest on the Inside Iowa show today, Chief Meteorologist with Local 5, Brad Edwards. First time on the Inside Iowa show. Welcome. Hi, Kim. It's great to be here, and uh, the weather is always on people's minds, and uh, it's a good thing to talk about. Well, you make me laugh because I was going to say we haven't really seen any mm-hmm. really bad weather, and I thought, well, no, maybe we better word that yeah. just right because before... Before this runs, maybe something can happen, and then you said what? It's going to be pretty quiet, yeah. We're and you just be, know that. I know that, yeah. That's my job, <laughs> right? I better know that, or I'm, in, I'm out of a job. But it looks pretty quiet now. We, we had some storms around today, but it looks like it's going to be quiet through the weekend, so I think we're okay. Okay, well, one of the things... I wanted to talk about was the fact that we do have some crazy weather here in Iowa. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we have the tornadoes, that is, yes. and, and the high winds. Mm-hmm. We have uh, our, our, our warnings and uh and, We have and just about watches. everything except for hurricanes, really. Except for hurricanes. That's about the only thing we don't have. That's got to be, I think, one of the most intriguing things about watching weather as you do or just the yes, different regions and yes. what, what's coming to get them, you know, yeah. what I mean? the monster in every region. I've worked all over the United States, except for the West Coast, but that's boring. Who would want to work out there, right? <laughs> but I've worked in uh, Florida. I've worked in Atlanta, Georgia at the Weather Channel. And so I've seen the nation's weather. And uh, Iowa, to me, has the most exciting weather because, because we have everything except for hurricanes. Except for hurricanes, right. <laughs> and glad. I don't want a hurricane, actually. I, yeah, no, but, you know, everybody always thinks they'd like to see one until they're... Yeah. Seeing one, right? Yeah, the, the tornadoes, people. That's a, that's a that's a pastime now. People go out and chase tornadoes. Well, I'm gonna tell you what. I'm you know, old Iowa farm girl here, but my dad, he was the one. Sure. That when there was a tornado. He'd tell us to get to the yep. basement while he stood in the yard. <laughs> yeah. So, well, let's talk about that yes. because you're the one that's always on TV, mm-hmm. giving us the watches and the warnings and Checking talking people to people off. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. And you know, talking about the cells and whatnot. So yeah. just give us give us a scoop and educate us on what we okay. really need to pay attention to. Well, you know, when it comes to severe weather, we try, if you watch our newscast, we're trying days in advance to tell you, hey, this could be a, a, a severe weather day. So we start the progress or the uh, the information output really a couple days before. And then the day comes when there's severe weather and there'll be a watch that's issued, right? Right. And everybody should know, if you live in Iowa, that a watch means it's usually a large area. It's a, It could be half the state or all the state, but it's usually a large area. That means conditions are favorable for severe weather. And then the watch is issued, and then maybe a couple hours later, you get a warning. And a warning is for a small area, like a county. And those mean, basically, it's happening. So if we got a tornado warning, we probably have a tornado. It's not a certainty, because we can't. We have to issue tornado warnings when we think there's going to be a tornado warning. Of course, we don't actually, I don't actually issue them. The National Weather Service does that, so they have all the, basically, all the responsibility. Oh. I can go on the air, and I have gone on the air before, and say, hey, guys, this looks like it. we should have a tornado warning here. We could have a tornado warning. So I'll go on and basically alert the viewers if I see something. Right. Because the National Weather Service, they're probably seeing it, too, but it takes them a couple of, you know, it takes them a little bit of time to put that warning out. Right. So, and you're probably talking the situation where everything's just favorable mm-hmm. oh, and yeah. you got to be a little proactive because anything could happen at any moment. And it happens quickly. I mean, tornadoes, you know, last year we had the, the Marshalltown tornado. Remember that one? Mm-hmm. All of those tornadoes developed within like 45 minutes. I mean, they were quick to develop and they were pretty strong ones. So, when you're hearing there's a watch in your area, you mm-hmm. should at that point maybe be just keeping an eye on sure. things. If you're outdoors, thinking about wrapping things mm-hmm. up, that kind of stuff. That's a good idea. Yeah, wrapping things up, bringing the lawn furniture in or the, you know, the cushions. I hate when the cushions get wet. <laughs> right. You know, but uh, you know, tying things down or whatever, you know, because it's going to get uh, per- perhaps stormy. 
And, because uh, when the warning hits, it's a little too late to be worried about is. that stuff, Yeah, you don't right? want to be running out there in the middle of a warning. Right. You, know? you could get wet. That's the least that's going to happen. You could get struck by lightning. You could get hit by hail. Ooh. I mean, there's three things. There's three things that make a severe storm severe. And you just have to meet, you have to meet one of these criteria. It's hail, one inch or larger, which is about the size of a... A little bit larger than a quarter, okay. you know, a quarter or larger. That's because it could do some damage if it hit right. you in the head or yeah. hit. Okay, and they've right. done studies on that. They found that large hail, that's about the size when it starts to maybe damage your car or your house. So that's why it's... Or your coconut. Or your coconut. Okay. So, so that's a one inch or larger hail. Then there's a winds of, of 55 uh, miles per hour or higher. That's considered severe. That also is when damage starts to occur, generally. So that's why we have these criteria. Of course, the last one is tornadoes. Yeah, tornado is everything. You know, we, uh, that is probably the most dangerous type of weather that we have here. The winds. What is the term you use for those? The winds. Well, we have straight line winds. Straight line. Yeah, winds. straight line winds. I always want to say flat yeah. line winds. Which yeah, is you're right. Stupid. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's well, it's kind of it, the, the winds come out. It's like a thunderstorm has to exhale and inhale. It's like a living creature, right? So right. It has this inflow and also has an outflow. So the outflow is it's breathing out and sometimes a big breath, like a big. Uh, like the uh, the wolf that blows over the right, you know, you right. Bl- that's what thunderstorms do. They you blow know, the house down. I gotta tell you what those those winds <laughs> when you hear them coming, yeah. those are those take you take notice. You do because it rocks your house. It sounds like a train. And that's when my mom's texting me, going, "Did you hear the warning?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and we were gonna talk about sirens too, but the but the winds, um, yeah, winds can actually do a lot of damage. Even if you don't have a tornado, you know, winds can be up to 80, 90, 100 miles per hour just from a thunderstorm. Wow. Yeah, and that's why they sound the sirens sometimes. And people are like, "Wait a minute, I don't have a tornado warning. Why is the siren going off?" But they do that because each county has decided on its own criteria about when to sound the warnings. So for Polk County, for example, um, if it's one inch, if it's larger than one inch hail or if it is winds of 70 miles per hour or greater or a tornado, any of those three, they'll they'll sound the sirens in Polk County. Okay. So it's not just tornadoes, at least in Polk County. All right. So Warren County could have their own criteria. Mm-hmm. You go to Dallas County, their own mm-hmm. criteria. Okay. And I was looking at Boone County, and they're the ones that do not sound the sirens for hail. They only do it for wind and tornadoes. Okay. So everybody's a little different. And I think the rural areas are like, yeah, we're only going to do it for tornadoes. You know, that's the big, the big daddy. Right. Right. So how do you find out your criteria in your county? That's a good question. We are we we're actually going to put something on our website. We've been looking, we've been studying this. Uh, my meteorologist, Brandon Lawrence, has been doing a little research on this, actually. I, I really like all your, yeah. your, your whole staff are good. Thank you. Good eggs. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's a great guy. You and feel like he, you can trust him. Yes, exactly. Yeah. He's in there right now, but... Uh, I'm going to, uh, we're going to put that on our line. So on weareiowa.com, we're going to put that up, and each county has different rules. And uh, mostly, though, if you hear the siren, most counties, it's basically for those three criteria. Um, Winds of 70 miles per hour or greater expected. So they're not going to sound it for for an average thunderstorm might be fifty five sixty. They're probably not. They're not going to sound the sirens for that. It's when it gets seventy or higher because that's considered really dangerous. Okay. Yeah. All right, and I'm sure then once you guys get that added to your website, then you'll be talking about it on air. Sure. Okay, cool. Because we are... We are in the height of it, right? Yeah, we've started the season. I mean, our season, you can have them as early as, you know, March or February, but really May, June, and July is when we have most of our severe weather. Okay. um, Those three months, and... um, 
we've certainly had some weird years, though. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, in November we've had tornadoes. In October we've had tornadoes. And- right, right. So, you know, last year was we had – I just remember that it was – we had when we had the high winds. I believe it was June, mm-hmm. and then right afterwards, I think the high winds came on a Thursday. They hit the Warren County area down to oh, the yeah. south, and then on Saturday is when we got those awful, awful flooding. Yes, and we lost all a, a dear friend to yes. many of us, yes. Larry Kotler. Yeah, and um, that was, I guess, something else I wanted to ask you. Flooding. Well, what or, what do you do? Yeah, you, you just don't. You know, the, it's so it's so. In the moment, you know, you're driving your car and you all of a sudden you're in this predicament you didn't think you were going to be in. I mean, you know, um, if your car is, is moving away, do you get out? Do you stay in? I mean, only I couldn't even answer that. The situation. It really is like, can you get to safety? Can you get out of your car if it starts to And move? that was because of what happened there. You're talking when they, that right there was the epitome, Brad, of a flash flood. It was. It was. And and that and similar thing, I mean, uh, you know, it, just recently out in the Quad Cities, you know, when the levee broke, it flooded very quickly there, too. Thankfully, nobody, I think, was hurt in that. But uh, but that was flash flooding. Of that, course, I've always flash. wondered, I guess, the difference. And that's just because yeah. it's just coming down so hard and fast that it just the yes. gutters and whatnot just can't keep yeah. up. Yeah, storm sewers can't keep up. And, and the runoff, you know, cities have a lot more runoff than the country does because, we have a lot more pavement here, so sure. it can be a lot worse. City flooding can actually be a lot worse in those situations, and that's exactly what happened uh, last year, last summer, uh, when that heavy rain came. And uh, you know, it was it was incredible. It was once in a lifetime rain um, because I believe it was ten inches of rain in. I live in Ankeny. Ten inches of rain there in some of the parts, and, and basements were flooded. My neighbors' basements mm-hmm. were flooded. My brother-in-law's. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, ours kept up. Our sump pump kept up, and we have a good. But yeah. It was terrible. Well, and then and again in the Warren County area, I remember driving into my neighborhood, and it it was like, whoa, what yeah. happened? Yeah. It's a whole the different tr- landscape. Tr- yeah, it really was. Didn't even look the same. Yeah, it did not. So those are the most. And, and in fact, I, I said tornadoes are the most dangerous, but really, flooding is the most dangerous because of it affects everybody. You know, tornadoes are actually very small. You know, they might be fifty yards wide, but the flooding it affected everybody in Central it, Iowa. Yes, it did. You know, everybody. Oh my gosh, there's so many things I want to <laughs> ask you now that I you're know. here. So, yeah. um, so we're going to plan on having you come in, sure, at least once every few weeks or so to talk. Um, I, I wanted to talk about family plans. Okay, like what. What do you do? Or, or it's always a good idea yeah. to know what to do, whether you're all at home. Okay, who does what? Mm-hmm. Where do we go? But mm-hmm. what if you're separated? Exactly. And that's what I tell people. The most important thing for a family is to practice because the parents may not be home. Suppose the kids are, you know, old enough to stay home, and but they may not remember what to do. So mm-hmm. you really have to teach them what to do. And, of course, thank God we have cell phones now. You can mm-hmm. contact them and, and be in contact with them. You know, back in my day, we were on our own, right? Well, and you had a battery-powered up, you know, radio yeah, that went radio. down to the basement with you. Yeah, and I remember a couple of times with my mom, and, you know, Dad wasn't home, and, and we were in the basement huddled down there. And uh, But, yeah, so everybody, I, my advice is to practice your plan and teach your kids your plan just in case you're not there. So... And I want to talk about your, pl- your being huddled in the basement sometimes. Yeah, we yeah. even in the country it, it yeah. had a cave. 
Yeah, that we yeah, went to. Yeah. So yeah, we'll like, have to. Like that's, that's, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's, so where's the place? The best place to be is still the cave, right? If you okay. got a cave uh, underground, get underground like a like a like a rodent. Uh, there's probably people out there going a cave, a cave. Yeah, well, the root cellar, you know. Yeah. But uh, the, the the stronger the substance above you is, the better. And a lot of people get under workbenches or tables, or the stairs are pretty strong. And that's basically away from windows because the first thing to break probably is going to be the windows with debris if a tornado happens to hit. Okay. So get away from the windows. Uh, a bathroom in the basement's a good place to be. They used to say the southwest corner of the house, but that's not really a rule anymore. So don't do that. Don't open your windows. <laughs> you know, you're just going to get your floor wet. The things wet. they told us to do years ago. What were they trying to do? <laughs> well, it, it was based on science because the air pressure does change and it can change rapidly. Right, right. But if your house explodes because of of pressure changes, you've got bigger problems. You know, <laughs> you know. Don't don't worry about the windows. You know. <laughs> okay. What else? Okay. So here's okay. What I need to know this. Why is green associated no. with hail? Well, it, it all goes to back to what, what color is getting reflected out there. Right. And green is like the strongest uh, wavelength out there in the, in the spectrum. Like it's got the most power actually in our, in our visible spectrum. So okay. a lot of times it's the only light getting through or getting reflected. So it, it may be dark, but it has a green color to it. And, and that really that's, that's the only light you're seeing. So it's because green green rules the uh, the light spectrum. It's always so beautiful too. Yeah. It, why did you get into this? Well, going back to huddling down in the basement, but I was just I'm always I'm a scientist at heart. Okay, so whatever I did in my life, it was going to be science. And so my dad would take me up on the roof. Maybe he's listening now. Hi, Dad. <laughs> uh, we would go up on the roof and watch thunderstorms. Not. When it was storming, obviously, we'd see them in the distance. So we would, he was into weather. He would have been a weatherman if he had the resources available, I think. So I maybe carried on his dream. I like it. To, he handed off the, uh, the baton to me. So when we, when we do have, we've got about a minute here. Okay. So when we're looking ahead here, and we've got one of them really crazy hot summer days mm-hmm. when you just know something yes. is, is wrong, what do we do? We make sure we do what? Well, you want to stay in tune. Uh, everybody's got a cell phone. Maybe you've got a weather app. We've got the We Are Iowa weather app on there. We'll send you, if a watch comes out, we'll send you the, you know, the, the, the watch, the warning, all the uh, advisories that we get. We will send them out to you. So the We Are Iowa weather app okay. is a good Thing to have, and go to our webpage there. It's got the radar on it. You can you can be the ra- you can be the meteorologist and look at the radar and say, oh, there's big storms out west and they're moving this way. Doesn't take a genius or a meteorologist to say they're gonna <laughs> they're coming your way. I better get back home. Yeah, the radar is is pretty yeah. cool stuff, isn't it? It is yeah, over over your years. And again, this will be for another time. But you've seen some pretty cool changes in the ways to track oh, weather, yeah. haven't you? And I, I think farmers are going to benefit the most from uh, having that data, you know, out on the field and and say, oh, time to finish this uh, finish this field and get back home. Yeah, but actually make it back home yeah, for the downpour. Yeah. Our special guest today, Brad Edwards, Chief Meteorologist with Local 5. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. You bet, Kim. Thank can't, you very much. Can't wait till next time. All right. Thanks for listening to Inside Iowa. Heard on this and all Cumulus Des Moines stations.